Madonna fucking hit it out of the schmutz to about 10 feet. That was a solid shot. It was funny. I kind of just covered that story, but it's, I was getting into it anyways. My buddy calls me last week during the Masters, which he doesn't ever really watch golf. And his first response is, dude, who the fuck are these dudes? Uh, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't recognize a name on this. And I was like, oh, you mean all the young guys that are yeah. fucking tearing up the tour? And I said, the group that's 25 and under, and probably really it goes to like 27 and under, is insanely good at golf. And he said, what happened to Jordan Spieth? And I was like, ah. Oh. I said, number 12 ate him up a couple of years ago, right? It was 12 yeah. that ate him up a couple of years ago. Or was speaking it? of 12, didn't um, this weekend Cameron Smith Cameron got Smith fucking chewed up. six on 12, yeah. right? Which is only like a 135-yard shot, right? Right. But just yeah. a narrow green bunk. It's just, it seems like do whatever it takes to clear the water. Yeah. yeah. Just a driver. Rip it. And I Bang it off the trees in the back and let it drive. I think it was on Saturday. Um, who was it that was playing with Cameron Smith? Uh, it was... Fuck. Who's the older dude that won it once a million years ago? Uh, Charles Schwartzel. Charles Schwartzel, yeah. So he's maybe he was playing with... Uh, Scheffler. But yeah, he rips it. It goes into the fucking azaleas and comes rolling out like a slot machine. Comes spitting out. At least <laughs> yep. it was in the yeah. approach. And it was like, all right, maybe that's the play when fucking yeah. things are tight, just rip it into the azaleas and the thing will play like Plinko, but it's going to come rolling off the hill and come dropping in for some sort of fucking <laughs> little bump and run or whatever. But uh, yeah, he's talking about Jordan uh, Spieth. And I was like, ah, I was like, yeah. Whole ate him up. I like became a different person. I didn't realize that he won the open after. Yeah, that because I thought he went on the spell of never even sniffing like cuts yeah. and shit. But he won that and then the Australian bad. Open. So I start looking him up for this well, year. His putter went ice cold. I didn't... We're watching today. Yeah. He's got a fucking brand new putter in his bag. And I just told my assistant today that motherfuckers had the same putter since high school or freshman year in college or some shit. And I just told him as we were leaving work today about how these guys like are glued to certain pieces yep. of their equipment. You know, was it Dunham that had that fucking five wood that he ended up breaking <laughs> and he, that he bought for like $90 on eBay? And then he had to go searching and searching and he put out like a oh, Twitter yeah. search for people. Do you have, does anybody have this fucking thing? You know, it's like an old Adams right. hybrid yeah. or some shit. Uh, but he needed it and it was, so they get glued to these things. What about, so I started looking. Hold on. Like I started looking up. Hold on. Too? Hold on. I started looking up Jordan Spieth. Well, you, you keep cutting me off on this story, and I just want to tell it to the fans, and they're glued now because they haven't searched Jordan Spieth this year like I did. Nine events, six cuts, one top ten, one point four million. Cha-ching. Not a big deal, <laughs> you know. Cha-ching. And so I sent it to my buddy, and I was like. It's not a bad... Well, he writes back, not a bad gig. The fuck no. I wonder if you, like, you're in Kapalua, you just missed the cut on purpose so you can hang at the beach. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to be here Saturday and Sunday anyways. Yeah. We were planning on it. Yeah. So now that we got the room, now that Under Armour covered <laughs> the room, we're good. Uh, uh-oh, Frankie. You're getting in the tangles of the... In the weeds here. Two toys around the shitload of cords. Speaking of... Not good. Breaking a, a club... So, what was it, uh, two days ago, I think, we had a front nine shotgun on White Wing. So, me, Cody, and then my other, the new assistant, um, Jesus, 
who like stopped playing golf five years ago, hurt his back or something, so kind of cut it off. I was like, I was like, you got to start playing, dude. You have to start playing. So he's like, all right. So yeah, two yesterday, I was like, let's go just play the back nine. He's like, okay. And then Cody's like, you could just use my clubs. And Cody was just talking about getting a new driver. So we get up there, we go play. I think we played to 13. I hit driver. I hit driver on 13 and I bailed because 12 right there, we put it out. And then I went and hit driver, but I had to go to a meeting. I meet Cody at the clubhouse after. He's standing there with the club head of his driver in his hand Ooh. and the shaft in the other. He goes, Jesus hit the ball on the shaft and snapped the ball. Oh. And then the head banged the concrete on the edge of the lake, so that was demolished. Oh, fuck. But at the beginning of the round, he said he was, he was going to get a new cl- a new driver anyway. Plus, we have the demos that right. nobody uses. He right, just ran yeah. up there. He just upgraded to a rogue epic or, you know, the rogue, whatever the new one is. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's funny because last time, well, it's not funny, but it is funny. It is, uh, you know, he's been talking about a new driver for a while. Oh, he kind of got in my ear. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, can you... Can you get me a stealth? And I was like, I can get you probably a deal on it. So Greg Gonzalez plays in the men's club with us. Uh, He was out this morning, played with us. And the whole real reason was to test out the stealth. So I took Martin's head off of his. He's got some fucking college World Series bat (laughs) shaft on it. It's like an 80-gram hazardous. I mean, things feels like an old-school Little League aluminum bat. Rebar with tape yeah. on it and just no grip. It's just tape. And uh, Medical tape is a grip. So I switched the shaft out, and he was trying it out. And at the end of the round, we walked back to Martin's office and, all right, man, let's order one of these things. But I told him, he's got to go to, and I say this to really anybody in the industry, don't just, yes, you can get deals and you can order whatever the fuck you want. Wheel down the PGA Superstore or whatever fucking club fitting shack you got in your neighborhood and just walk in there and be like, listen. I work at a golf course, whether you do or don't, just say, hey, and I range you at a golf course or whatever it is, so it's covered, and you say, hey, all I'm here to do is figure out the specs because I'm ordering it through my golf shop, and most yeah. of them are going to be like, yeah, man, no problem, let's go through, and just hit what you really need. Don't, don't, go, to P- don't right. go to PGA Superstore. Well, don't tell go you about there. this. When I went for a three-wood, same thing. It was like, hey, man, I'm just, I work at a golf course. I'm just here to hit. And I was buying a three wood and I was testing shafts and I was like, I need an X stiff hazardous yellow, whatever. So he puts this thing in. I'm just swinging. Were you just sneaking in how strong you are? No. I was just talking about the shaft. Yeah, I know. But the the one you named. It's important to the story because they don't carry a lot of extra stiff. Um, So I'm in there swinging it, just like pinging it off the roof. It's just slicing everywhere. It's the worst. I'm like, yeah. Oh, first off. He didn't know how to get the head off the old shaft. Oh, yeah. I had to do that. And it was a club fitting manager. Ooh. And so I get it off. He grabs me. I'm like, dude, this thing's shot. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a driver shaft. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, we didn't have any extra stiff three wood, so I put the driver shaft on there. You're a taller guy. I was like, what are you doing, man? And had he never told me that, I would have never tried it again. Yeah. The second day of her employment, your assistant golf pro at the golf course she was in college, college job. Go squeeze, well, you know, squeeze out a few hours at PGA Superstore. She learned the register on the day one, looking over someone's shoulder every day. Day two, the club fitter called in sick, and fucking, uh, she, they looked at her and they're like, "You play college golf? You got club fitting today? 
and yeah. she was back. Uh, Some of the dudes are just like would be marshals at my place too. You yeah. know, the other guys, just a couple old guys, got nothing to do. Yep. Couldn't marshal the day, so I'm at the club fitting bay, bay six. Right. So there are yeah. better spots, but just go swing them and hit them. So that's what he's going to do. Greg's going to go wheel to one of these things. Tell him, here are the choices of the shaft I want because it's the standard mm-hmm. shaft. You get a couple choices yeah. from whatever. And hit those fucking things and then decide because he was hitting it great. It was just that. The difference is getting the right one to your swing and everything. Because his yeah. ball on number seven, we both hit him really far. Mine hit the ground and kept rolling, and his hit the ground and stopped. Yeah. You know, so fucking. I mean, that's I the big difference. But he's anytime you buy another, just go give it. My buddy just bought PXGs off the rack. Yeah, great deal. Yeah, hates them, and it's like, well, dude, I told you, you need to swing them first. I told you that. Are you out of here? Mm-hmm. Bye, honey. That's the lovely Leah heading off it's to like, work. I, I, Slinging pies. You know, he's like, I'm sick of them. They're, they're terrible clubs. It's like, no, they're not. You just don't have the right shaft yeah. or whatever. Cause you, or you, maybe you needed two up. Maybe you needed two down. Maybe you needed it, you know, mm-hmm. lengthen, shortened. There's so much that goes into it now. It's not just that's a stiff. And stiff for ping might not be stiff for Titleist. It's, you know, that just doesn't like, even it's like going anymore. and buying a pair of shoes. Yeah. You fucking wear a size 11 and everything, and you're like, I want those fucking Jordan 1s. Those things are sick. Well, there's all we have is a size 8. They're all right. Fuck it. <laughs> and you just squeeze, bend your toes, and you're like, sick, sick shoes, bro, <laughs> as you're fucking limping Tiger Woods style around the mall to show them off. What I is took Tiger. I know, I know, Andy. I know you're a sneakerhead. Uh, Dan's brother, huge sneakerhead. Some of them that people sport are just like, dude, My, are we walking on the moon or are we fucking walking in the mall or wherever? <laughs> so, like the dudes so, on ESPN dude. and they add a suit to it, you know, like Booger McFarlane yeah. and fucking Have uh, you seen, so Kendrick my, Perkins. Mike, my brother Mike, too. He's a big sneakerhead. Have you seen the Kanye West like slides, like slides like these? No. Have you seen them? No. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look and who at owns them? them? Mike, Mike and Andy. Oh, Mike. Mike got them first. They are, look them up. Like Kanye West or the Easy Slides, I think. No They're fucking <laughs> way. Oh, like- I just got a text message from Casey. Uh, just talked, finished, just finished talking to the house manager, and I'm good with those dates. The dates are for the Jingweed Golf Tournament. We're going to Tahoe, so. Obviously, Casey's wife approves of August 28th through the 31st <laughs> this year. It. We're going to Tahoe. Yeah, four of us, and we're going to play uh, Stutzman and three of his chuckleheads up there for the Jingweed fucking championship. Uh, yeah, the sneakers, some of them are just like, I seriously, yeah. th- what's his name? Uh, oh, fuck. Well, Bubba Watson wears his Jordan gear. And he's out there, and it's like... Dude, those things look like they're size 37 on your fucking feet. These are, you're dying laughing. These are going to be, oh, my God. They both own those things? Said, what are the they fuck said are they? they're the most comfortable things you own on your feet. Well, it's funny because I swear to God, my wife, I call them her moon shoes. She has a pair of slides right next to the door over here. They cost her maybe... $20 at Costco and she and I break her balls but they're like her house shoes yeah. so I'm like those things are awful and she's like they are the most comfortable do they own those fucking no. things the Look Yeezys how much they- oh I know $751 <laughs> for a pair of Yeezys the, the slide things 
The slide things. How much Foam, do they? Foam R How much Same. do they sling for those things? That's seven hundred fifty-one dollars for. No, that. the other their slides. Mike oh, I think it. like sixty or seventy. Oh. sixty bucks. Yeah, Leah paid twenty bucks oh, for exactly the same thing, and I rip on Two hundred thirty-one bucks for the slides. I mean, on Farfetch, it's probably like some. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> they better be able to fucking moonwalk without even trying. <laughs> Look at these! <laughs> what the fuck? Two grand. <laughs> Two grand for those. We are looking at the Adidas Yeezy Thermo, like, snow boot? Insulated boots. What a fucking asshole. And anybody's an asshole for buying those things. Who would ever pay? Oh, man. What I do love about Andy is he doesn't just collect them. He wears every fucking pair. Yeah. Like, I know dudes that... uh, my friend Barry back home, we used to, and I'm sure he still is, we used to rip on him back in the day. He'd have the cleanest, he'd have shoes for years, and they were, and, but he'd clean them, mm-hmm. and every time he wore them, they were fucking not a mark on it. I was like, dude, you were wearing those things for like a couple weeks straight. There's not a scuff on them. It's too much work, dude. Yeah, fuck. And I burned through them. I destroyed I mean, my I shit. Sneak, it's almost like art now. It's like collecting art. Look how much you can sell those moon boots for. It's fucking wild. I know, uh, let's get to stump. let's call Peter, because I know he's got margaritas early tonight, is what he, uh, he told me. So we'll see what he's doing. Uh-oh. Golf courses. Dan's got a, Dan's got an idea. Nope. Hey, 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 Peter, Peter, what's up? Welcome to the Jingweeds. This is episode number 94 of, from the Jingweeds. You know what else it is? Our two-year, our two-year anniversary, fuckers. Is it yep. really? Uh, what is today's date? The 15th? It is. So Sunday. Day. Sunday is technically that. So Holy this will be shit. the first episode of is season really? three. So the 18th will be my sixth year at Rio. Uh, well, we are. Uh, <laughs> for oh, for the hundred. Yeah, we got to get to that for sure. Maybe have you on for yeah. Stump the Peter. Right. You can bring a couple friends. And you know what we'll do? We'll do the top 100 golf courses. So we'll just sit here and name them, and you, and you just fire off for fucking two hours. We'll just read names of golf courses. It'll be, a, it'll be a jamming episode. That's fucking great. Keep that in mind. We are at least going to fuck with the people and start the episode off by doing that exact thing. Uh, you drinking anything? You got margaritas early tonight, huh? I don't know what's happening here, Peter. This fucking thing is apparently not wanting to record. I can hear him. Oh, motherfucker. It's not recording? Well, it is for us to, but I don't think it is for Peter. Um, I don't know why. Hey, Peter, what's going on? Welcome. Hey, hey, guys, man, Dan, how you doing? Welcome I feel to like the, I just uh, saw you. Yeah, welcome to the uh, episode 94. We, uh, we have... What, two-year anniversary is Sunday, fuckers? Almost 100 episodes. Never thought I made it. That's crazy. Peter's been on for probably 30 of them at this point. <laughs> uh, but, hey, it's always good to fucking hey, have you. It's our longest-running segment. Yeah, it is our longest-running segment. I know we do have a listener question this week, too. So, oh, Peter, wow. I got Peter, I got you on early, so let's bang out some golf courses and maybe you can stick around for a little while. Yep. Mm. Sounds good. What are you drinking? You're going to margaritas early, so you must be drinking something early. I'm just drinking. The only beer I got in the fridge is Moosehead, if you guys are familiar oh. with the Canadian, the Canadian lager. Holy shit. Holy buckets. The world. 
I don't know. Sometimes it's fucking a yeah. We are living in a dream that somebody has already put together because we are going to Canada today, oh, Peter. <laughs> yeah, swear to God, n- not planned. That's um, awesome. Yeah, we are. So, what do you? Is it just the regular lager? Yeah, it's just the normal moosehead. Yeah. Nice. We are uh, drinking right now. I just bought some sippers as we were going through this. It's the uh, Simple Machine. Sorry. It always happens, but it's a collab with Oso Brewery out here. Oh, okay, uh, very they, cool. They do uh, Boom Dynamite is a favorite of mine at Oso, uh, and then that's they a have a one. Bright, which is a light beer that's pretty good. Uh, they do sours pretty good, but I haven't been a sour fan until I had the best the beer of the summer, the fucking Rainbow Sherbet. But mm-hmm. uh, this is just a hazy IPA. It's a solid par um, yeah, it's on good. a long hole. It's, That's a good. It, it would be a good birdie on a par five, yeah. but it's a. Uh, That's good. It's beer. a good beer. Yeah, I'd have more. Okay. okay, I'd drink more than one. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, when I went there yesterday uh, to pick these up, I did have more than one. Five point eight percent alcohol. <laughs> Shockingly, right? <laughs> that I had more than one of these, and then brought four of them home. Uh, but good shit, good shit. Speaking right. of those rainbow sherbets, so the other day I was in your area, so I swung down to the quick shop to get more. They only they had one single left, and then I swung over to the other one since I was right here, yep. and they had two singles. So I got three in two stores, and that's it. <laughs> Jesus. So Telling if you, you want them, go get them. Yeah, apparently apparently we have more listeners than we thought, or, no, we yeah. have, or they only bought well, seven Gabe of them went. at each store. He got yep. one. Gabe grabbed them too. Uh, good shit. Peter, we're heading to uh, fucking Canada. <laughs> it's fucking hockey world out there. Hockey playoffs starting soon. Yep. Go bees. Go bees. All right, you ready, Peter? Yeah, I'm ready. We're All just right, gonna rip see. through the top ten in Canada. You got this? Oh, top, okay. <laughs> Too easy? We'll go. Top, no, 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 oh, I... We could do top five and then ninety-six through hundred. <laughs> Make it fun. <laughs> No, 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 you can do top We'll ten. see what you do in the fir- first five, and then we'll decide. Okay. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Maybe we'll record two sections, and then we'll just... Yeah. Right. You can pick A or B on your phone. There you go. Right. <laughs> I don't know. That was <laughs> All right, best courses in Canada. Number one, Cabot Cliffs. Cabot yeah. Cliffs, Corn Crenshaw. That's in Inverness, Nova Scotia. The National I, Golf... I, well, go ahead. I love no, history. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Give a little... Let's hear about it. Have you been? No. Oh, no, what I, we? I, I just was wondering what you were gonna say. No, no, that, that's another. They got uh, thirty-six, and then they just built a par three course there too. So they're trying to do a abandon of of Canada uh, of of Nova Scotia, so that we can <laughs> yeah, all go no, up there Nova for Scotia. For, for a fucking <laughs> three-week season. Yeah, <laughs> shit, beautiful fucking place. Number two, National Golf Club of Canada. Fazio. Easy. Uh, St. George's Golf and Country Club. Um, that is... 1929. Uh, it was 1929. Harry Colt. Uh, Stanley Thompson. Oh, that's a Stanley Thompson. Okay, oh. okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Should have no, had no, no, no. I, I, I thought it was a Harry Colt for some reason. There's another... There's one up there that's a Harry Colt. Go on now. I, we'll just go until we get to Harry Colt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Top 47. Number Golf four. Canada. Up from last year, which was number five, uh, Capilano Golf and Country Club, and I'm, that's, that's a West a Stanley Van- Thompson. That's a Stanley Thompson. Yeah. Well, he's the he's the architect of Canada. He's got a well, lot. Well, you of don't them. say. How about yeah. Fairmont Jasper? 
Park Lodge Golf Club. Sta- Stanley, oh, Thompson. Stanley Thompson. Well, look so who, apparently Stanley Thompson runs <laughs> Canada. Thanks for coming. <laughs> All right, here we go. Cabot Lynx. Go ahead, Cabot Lynx. Rod, Rod Whitman and Ben Cowan Dewar. I just have Rod Whitman, but I'll give yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's kind of the developer there. He's he's so he's Cabot. He's like he came up with the Cabot name. So they're doing a Cabot St. Lucia. They're doing a Corn Crenshaw course there. And then Cabot just bought, um, I don't know if you saw, they just bought World Woods down in see. Florida. So they're going to kind of remake that whole facility too and call it Cabot Citrus Farms or something like that. Well, this place looks tits. Right on the ocean. Unbelievable. All right, number seven. I don't even know how to say this, so we might have to skip it. No, say it. Mem from Magog? Mem from Magog? Uh, I, I, speak up. I, I didn't hear that. He said Mem from Magog. Uh, see, I already yeah, got it. It's definitely. Not a clue. I, I, it's I'm it's Elf. Well, we're, we're going Mem from Magog because it's, can, can it's in Can you tell Mon- me where it is? It's in Quebec. Quebec. In, in Magog. Okay. And it's so there's a couple super private estate courses in Quebec. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, boo, boo, boo. 2008. Let's go. Let's go. Hurston Fry. Thomas McBroom. Oh, McBroom. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. He's a Canadian guy. Yeah. How about uh, Tobiano Greens or golf? I don't know what the hell that is. Say, say that one more time. Which one? Tobiano. T O B I A N O in British that Columbia. That one I do n- that's another new one. It's in British Columbia. Um oh boy. I do not know that one. That's another McBroom, actually. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but I didn't want to sound like I was kidding. Well you should have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about Hamilton Golf and Country Club, number nine. That's the that's the eight that's cold. That's Harry Colt. There he is. Yep. All right. At number nine is our first Harry Colt. <laughs> number and, ten. Yep. End the segment. Number ten. Muskoka Bay Club, Peter. Muskoka Bay, Bay Club. Club. That is in Ontario. Gravenhurst, Ontario. I think that's another newer one, so I'm going to go with uh, McBroom on that one. Uh, Doug Carrick. Doug Carrick. Who is it? Doug Carrick. Oh, Doug Carrick. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. I All think right. uh, back to our... Where jo- was... Uh, where was... Um, there There should have been two in Calgary on there, and you only said Jasper Park. Where's the the real famous one? Um, Fairmont, Fairmont Band. Oh, that's actually number 11, Peter. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... You're looking at a jacked up list then. Holy oh, moly. what are you looking at a list too? This is no, the updated I mean, list. This is 2022, guy. Last year it was Fair, nine. This year it's Fairmont 11. Fairmont Banff is the top five in Canada. Listen, according to Golf Digest. <laughs> yeah, because Stanley, Stanley Thompson has, uh, it should be Jasper, Fairmont Banff, Peter, Capilano. Just because I'm not looking at the same sheet you're looking at right now, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> cheater. What about Highland? Uh, where's Highland? Um, what's it called? Highland Park or... Um, Highland Park's in Chicago. No, no, no. There's another one by Stanley Thompson in Nova Scotia. Highlands. Something Highlands. I don't know. Look on your list. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking at that list. That uh, big giant fucking book you're reading out of. It's probably like four <laughs> inches thick. You just hear them click. Yeah. State by state. Yeah. Oh, Say it, spell it. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a Highland. Nothing. I think we were assholes and obviously called somebody else Jordan Spieth for the first fucking half hour of us sitting here watching him so you play golf. You don't think Spieth's playing? Well, no, he is. He's with Justin Thomas, but the guy that we saw was playing with fucking, what's his name? Damon. Joel Damon. Right? Was he? They were coming off 18 when we were looking at that. Anyways, it Peter, didn't. we called some guy and we thought that Jordan Spieth put a fucking new putter in his bag. Yeah. Well, he needs to get his game together. Well, hey, so listen, my buddy calls, and uh, I covered this with you uh, a little bit with Dan, but uh, fucking my buddy's like, hey, this is during the Masters. He's like, this is fucking pretty good, you know, kind of before it was a runaway. And uh, he goes, who the fuck are these guys that are on that list, on the leaderboard? I was like, what do you mean, all the young kids? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I don't pay much attention to golf, but I don't recognize a fucking name on there. (laughs) And I proceeded to talk to him about, you know, like, hey, the guys 25 to 27 and under is a monster group of fucking golfers. And uh, he was like, where's, like, the likes of Jordan Spieth? I was like, oh, dude, number fucking 12 at Augusta ate that motherfucker's lunch a couple years ago and... He hasn't been the same since. Nope. You know, nope. then and he, his lunch again. Yeah. Then he had little baby Spieth, and that kind of yep. threw a little stick in the spokes. But I had not realized. So I start Googling him to see, like, really what's going on with Jordan and what he's won and all this shit. Because I was like, I right, motherfuckers won, like, once since then. He actually won three times. Uh, Australian Open, the Open, which I thought was before his fall apart. No, no, um, he won it after, yeah. Yeah, and, well, I, yeah, I didn't realize that. And then something else. But uh, I started looking, and I said, yeah, but, hey, here's the deal. Nine starts, six cuts made, one top ten, a smidgy short of $1.4 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, he write, and he writes back, what a gig. I know. He's he's uh, going on the Ricky Fowler path right now. Oh, dude! More hey, about, watch it. There's more about commercials and advertisements than he is all up. over AT and T. I did. He's like, yeah, yeah, and then plus Under Armour pays him, and I, and then I'm like, yeah, and whatever he's made today on AT and T because he was on every other commercial for AT and T. I mean, Master look at Sunday. Ricky. It, have, did they show like a thing on Ricky Fowler in 2000? I think 18, you know, 16, 17, 18. He was a top 10 player, and then 19 started his decline. And now he's not even in the top 200 out. I know. So he, didn't even get, he didn't even get invited to the Masters. I know. No, you got to be top 50 to be in the Masters. Well, there's some other you can get a fucking yeah, invite. Yeah, Christ. If you, haven't won, if you haven't won in a year or top 50. Or... I mean, Christ, how many orange hats were there five years ago walking around in the yeah. crowd? Unbelievable. I mean, Puma has pretty much had to go in another direction on. Oh, got, for sure. Shambo. Oh, Christ. oh yeah, that's right. They yeah, do. but they he's, do. Yeah. I mean, they do. Yeah, they do. He's, well, he's and they also the have game. Lexi Tom Thompson or whatever her name yeah, is. See that? She probably sells more shit than those two clowns. I don't know. I think Shambo <laughs> sells a lot of shit. I don't know. Yeah, and Ricky has sold a lot of fucking shit. That's You're for sure. You bought those one links right off the shelf after. What's that? Here, Ricky bought the. Uh, no, uh, one of one the other links. guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, one of the other guys on the crew, Miguel, bought the one link Cobras and didn't even know what he was buying. And then later he asked me, he's like, every one of these clubs is the same link. And I grab him and I'm <laughs> oh like, yeah. Gosh. I said, yeah, they're called the fucking Cobra, Cobra One, one links. links. <laughs> yeah, they say it right on the it's fucking on head. The club. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so funny. Oh, shit. Yep, just going and buying shit because you think you had a good deal. Yep. Yeah, they're right-handed? Yep, they're right-handed. All right, I'll take them. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. Have you been playing any golf, Peter? Uh, well, we had our uh, Vestancia Blackstone Cup this week. So uh, we, we hosted Tuesday. Andrew and I played. And uh, it was me and my head pro and Andrew and his assistant pro. At my place, Andrew played like he was a mini tour player. Nice. He hit a, he hit about four shots from the fairway within like five feet tap in. And then uh, the next day at his course, he had a little little case of the sickness, couldn't make it, and uh, we we took care of the the next day match pretty well. So that was that was fun. Vistancia took down took home the cup. Oh. So what kind of event and like how many people play in that fucking thing? It's it's a it was sixty four total, so I think it was about thirty thirty two members on each team. No, um, actually it wasn't about that. That's exactly what it was. It was sixty four players. Yeah. So th- <laughs> well, yeah, thirty two on each team and then, you know, they try to do a pro and super representing yeah, each club. That's cool. And then, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, that you yeah, guys they are involved. Yeah, they didn't do it last year, but this year they wanted us involved, so it was uh, it was fun. And then they do like not. <laughs> that must every... mean you both of you guys are doing a pretty good job this year. They're happy <laughs> yeah. with the golf course because most <laughs> other years you're not invited. It's like, what's the deal? Oh no, we're not bringing those fucking scrubs in. They need so to be at nine... work. Yeah, exactly. Nine holes are best ball team, and then nine holes scramble on each each course, and then it's every every point is a hole, so every hole is a point. Oh, okay. Nice. You guys so whipped the their total app? Was like, Yeah, well, it was like 296 to 274 or something like that for the final. Yeah, that's a that's a beating. So it was fun. I, t- I told Andrew we got to do it again in September or something like that uh, right before overseed. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, or at yeah. least just make it fucking more of an event, get more clubs playing with each other. Yeah. Rather yeah, than bitching about who's a- better than each other. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys do uh, like reciprocal play with any clubs? Do you do? Are you involved in that, Dan? Like the uh, Rio Verde? Are they involved? Like in the summertime, a lot of clubs do reciprocal play. Oh, we've got a travelers group that goes all over the valley. Oh, okay. But we do have a reciprocal play, and there's like a troon thing, and there's a private club network thing. I so got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, we had like the reciprocal when I was at Highlands was you know everybody up that hill like from June first to overseed you could play each other's place for like discounted on top of the guest fee, yeah, right. you know, but you didn't have to p- play with the guest, you know, a playing guest fee. So yeah, it was right. like 125 bucks and they just bounced around to each one of them. Fucking 125 bucks to play any of those fucking things. I know. What a deal. Too bad. I, we can play them for free. Finally soon. Hopefully some of them. <laughs> 125 bucks in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, the guest fee is like two twenty five. Don't yeah, matter when yeah. it is. They don't. That, hey, listen, that's true. That's here, true. I had an yeah. I had an argument with somebody the other day about this. Oh, they should open up this place to be, you know, more. Actually, it was a ranger at my golf course, bitching and whining that Rio Verde doesn't fucking open up their club in the summertime to public people. Every time I drive by there, there's no one fucking on half of the place. And I just turned to him. I was like, Do you know they close eighteen holes in the summertime? And he's like, they do? And I was like, yeah, they close 18 holes, you know, for whatever, how many weeks, and they flip-flop golf courses. So 18 of them close the whole fucking time. And it's a ghost town. And he's like, yeah, but they should still allow, you know, outside play. I was like, no. I said, it's a private fucking club. 
dick and go pay your membership fee and you can play all the fucking golf you want. It's like he yeah. wants to be privileged because he's a ranger at a golf. He thinks he's in the industry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, dude, settle the fuck down. Like, you can go go play fucking any one of them up the hill. Just got to be a member. Yeah. Oh, you can't afford that. So you're <laughs> stuck playing fucking pigeon public golf at half of these places and bitching and whining that you paid, you know, whatever to play Eagle Mountain or, what, you know, whatever golf course you think that you should be getting the fucking deal at. So they even work in the industry is what I'm kind of leading to is these the folks that think they know what they're doing and they don't. How's the uh, how's the spray out on the golf course going? You're not doing that, are you? No, I'm not. I'm doing the uh, a new program. So okay. um, did my second app of a new, and uh, yeah, I think things are going good. I'm I'm happy with it. So I feel like we got a lot of Bermuda and. Yeah, things are going along good. I, I can't complain. You guys still busy as shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm sure May 1st, it, it'll, after, you know, like you said, after Easter, it'll it'll calm down a little bit, but we'll still be packed till 12 o'clock. We'll probably have an hour gap, and then the Twilight crew will come in and fill up the rest of the day. Okay, yeah. Nice. Dan, you used something, didn't you? Recently, yeah. mm-hmm. sprayed some revolver, mm-hmm. three ounces, week, and it. loving it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you so sprayed did. last week. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Peter. I was going to say, like, I'm just so afraid to do anything like that in April or May nowadays. I mean, my two experiences with Sapphire at Vistanti, I have no clue why, but it was like a bomb went out. It, like, literally, there was no growth regulator. It just killed it. Oh, so yeah. I'd be scared as heck to go out with something in April. Nah, dude, it just dings it. Yeah, it just barely dings it. I'm going to go spray next week. Uh, actually, I'm going to start tomorrow on Saturday. I'm just using it. Honestly, Peter is almost a plant growth regulator. There's yeah. almost no clippings coming off those fairways, and they look pure. Yeah. I yeah. can't wait to I get... Actually, it looks so good. I want to do it on the other golf course, but I got to keep it open longer so I know. You got to remember, Peter, I'm going to shut that golf course down, too, in a couple weeks anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So the sooner yeah. I can get it kind of weakened and feeding that Bermuda with fertilizer, and then I've got five weeks to grow it in. Yeah, yeah, which would be very nice. I'll let you know how it goes, man. Yeah. No, I'm uh, I'm curious on that. And I, I got approved today for uh, 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 National Turf to come out and do a little drainage project on our on our 13 fairway, so I'm excited about that. What ye- nice. what year is that going to happen in? No, this summer. It's only it, this May, hopefully. It's just a two day project. It's oh, just out okay. in a bunch of. It's just the, the the one landing zone on one of our fairways. We, it's impossible to grow turf there. Nothing drains, so we're going to add drainage, and then uh, hopefully in August we're going to collectivate it and and go four directions in that area too. So completely change the profile. So what's the issue on 13 fairway? Why that uh, one compared to the rest of the golf course? It's it, it it will not drain. I mean, last summer I punched holes and top dressed every week out there, and I felt like it was going to grow in good. And then the first three minutes we turned on for the first cycle of overseed, it just puddled up. Oh, so it just it, it the salts it, it does not drain. It doesn't move through the profile at all. Any idea I mean, what the, was there, or was I, it I, as blank a desert before? It was. It looks like they brought in and they. It's like a hump in the fairway, 
And I was saying it could have been like, you know, I don't know if you've been on any construction sites where you have the main thoroughfare of all the scrapers and tractors that go yeah. on and off. You know, it's almost like it just nothing drains there and it's just rock hard underneath. Well, at least so, they're going to do something about it. That's a good deal. How yeah, long have you been no, fighting for that since the day you got there? Say it again? I said, how long have you been fighting for that since the day you got oh, there? Yeah, since day one. Oh. Yeah, so well, hey, it'll be it'll be nice. Telling you, it's nice thing. to have this many people playing fucking golf because a lot of shit gets oh, done for sure. And you, I know. Have, yeah, you, you, you propose a project and you're like, oh, it costs this much. It's like, okay, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, because us talking with Jeff, you know, he's doing not golf course shit at the golf course. He just built a house around my uh, pump station, waiting for the roof to go on, and then he bit, rebuilt a wall and new gate on uh, around my dumpster area at the shop to make it a much bigger and nicer. He put he put in two of the the nicest custom fabricated gates i've ever seen on a pump station and on a dumpster area like they're fucking awesome i was like dude these things are unreal and they look really good Uh uh-oh someone's gotta i gotta dan talk to him frankie i have to go and help her extract oh, probably s- the piece of whatever shit in her ass that isn't situation. coming out yeah oh, oh, she's, oh, she's oh, not no, uh, in the chair <laughs> she's in the chair don't let her sit down man oh it felt it had to fall off there it is problem solved <laughs> yeah she just came ripping through like a tornado while you're up go after some shit. Hey, Frank, how was that? So that's what you got this year? And there's that drainage project on 13? You got anything yeah, else? Yeah, drain, drainage project and then same slit injection in uh, August. Nice. Same slot. No bunkers because uh, we uh, we didn't have a big enough number and I guess we didn't book it in quick enough. I mean, everyone, everyone this summer for bunkers, you're either doing your whole course or Another huge project. Every contractor is booked out of control. So yeah, everything. Yeah, but- I, I don't know. I, I've kind of I've kind of called a couple companies. Like, what what do we need? What number does it take for next summer just to be able to get you locked in? So I haven't even heard back on half of those people yet. So so I've got a drainage project I need to get done, and I I need some civil engineers and like landscape dudes or uh, surveyors. To, to get some engineered grading drawings, I can't get a company yeah. to call me back. They're like, dude, I talked to one guy finally. He's like, hey, I'll try to get to this too in a couple days, but I got to be honest, we are buried, and so is everybody. It's even oh. everything. Jeez. I know. Yeah. Unbelievable. Just, it's, it's, it's like golf's making a ton of money, so everyone wants to do projects, but it's your course is getting packed so much and if you can't get signed up for a project within the summer or whatever oh another issue is their happen. labor too yeah exactly no if one's they got labor to, if they would have had the labor they can do it but i think everybody's yeah. pinched on that too yeah all, all the company oh we'll do your bunkers in the winter time <laughs> of course you would <laughs> no you won't yeah c- come on out right in the middle of play Let's no actually fun. you won't yeah. <laughs> um, so that's everything going at your place, Matt. It's good. I'm going to start. Uh, so I finished up the Ninja Tines. Dan got to play nine holes today. Uh, Ninja Tine a week ago. Well, it'll be two weeks on Monday, this coming Monday. 
Um, I think it's great, and my lovely 328 greens are transitioning just fine. There's Bermuda grass yep. everywhere. Uh, I'm going to spray out or start on tomorrow. Uh, three ounces of manuscript I'm going to start, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm ready. I wish I would have got it out last week, but uh, at my place anyways, I had two days that was the fucking wind was howling. Tuesday was oh, unreal. Yeah. And Wednesday, and then Thursday, I have half crew, so and it was a beautiful day, but that's typically my green spray day is on my Thursday half crew um, day, and then today I played golf, so I was still yep. working. but uh, So I went out. Uh, Greg came out, Gonzalez, you know him, Chucky's yep. buddy. He came out, um, came out to shop the Stealth Driver. Uh, I stuck a rental... Uh, uh, shaft on to uh, Martin, my GM's head. So he got to give that thing a fucking whirlwind. He likes it, likey likey. And uh, golf course was is fucking playing great. It's you know the same kind of feeling that we have when we go into overseed each year. It's like we're about to you know spray out or do whatever we're gonna do to prep for overseed. And you're I, like God, the yeah. fucking golf course is awesome. Yeah. And yeah. here this I am. About, yeah. I know. Here I am. <laughs> Fairways, I got a mode as low as I've ever gone, and uh, you know, at least I'm setting them to 375. And in years past, I have only got to like I know we're splitting hairs at 400 or 425. I mean, in reality, that's like a fucking sea hair, and you know, but it seemed my fairways always were too bumpy before mm-hmm. and i think after you know the four years of top dressing have smoothed them out enough there are some areas where it doesn't quite get the good cut but you can see that most of it is coming along and then all the top dressing i do on the you know the greens i always do approaches and collars you know i always throw it out even further so those are much smoother so my approaches and collars are at 250 right now and they're fucking really nice but uh there's tons of bermuda underneath there it's just how strong is this ryegrass? I'm hoping, I'm hoping not that strong. Yeah. Um, did you guys have frost on Wednesday? No, we we had a little bit on the dry range floor. It yep. was, uh, we went it was car, cool. we went cart path only for an hour and a half because really? the, the rough. Yeah, and where the so Wednesday we we're mowing fairways and we just tell the rough the fairway mower, hey, just do the cleanup pass and try and keep the mower as much as you can in the short stuff. The areas that it's almost impossible to, uh, you definitely, definitely damage. But I didn't, I mean, I don't give a fuck at this point. I'm going to go spray yeah. this stuff out and it's going to bounce right back. But you can exactly. see tire tracks on number one today uh, where the mower basically went out and probably didn't even think that we'd have frost. Yeah, it just went out there to go start mowing. Uh, I mean, why check anyways? I mean, your body tells you that it's freezing fucking cold out. <laughs> uh, so why check anyways? It is April. Uh, so they're definitely tire tracks, but it was pretty wild that late. This morning was the first morning we've had dew because it's been so freaking windy mm-hmm. that we never have dew in the yeah. morning. It seemed like for the last month, and this morning was the first one we had dew in a while. Hey, so we just opened. We're going to jump into another beer review. Uh, so Sterling Street Brewery, Clinton, Massachusetts, right next to me back home. Um, this brewery was uh, a kid that was a couple years younger than me in high school. 
he has opened up a brewery in Clinton, Massachusetts. The uh, So he used to play summer league ball with us and a huge Beastie Boy fan. So me and my buddy Jeremy, you know, we'd always let him play ball in the summers after we had pretty much graduated. But uh, he was always sticking around because he's a huge Beastie Boys fan. And so all the beers at, well, most every beer has something to do with the Beastie Boys. So of course, I'm going to fucking like it regardless. <laughs> so he mailed these things out to us. Uh, I am drinking the Michael Diamond. It's a New England IPA, 7.1% alcohol. Um, it is a New England IPA. I think it's a par beer. It tastes <laughs> as good as every other New England IPA that I think I've ever had. Um, not very, I don't know what the IBUs are on it, but it's not very bitter at all. So it's smooth drinking, little gassy. I bet it is, you could, I bet it's cloudy as shit. That's the taste <laughs> that I get. I don't know what it looks like. It's in the can, which the can, the logo is fucking awesome. Yeah, that is pretty sweet. Uh, it's basically like a New York City skyline and the face of a dude in this beard is, looks a like a, it's a hop beard pretty badass yep. cans great par beer dan has one he sent out four of them we're gonna do two today maybe two some other time i've got the lighten up hell's lager i mean it's, it's good great song it's a good i could drink this on the golf course all day that's a par beer now that covid's over we're just gonna share beers and i'm gonna sip this thing darn right <laughs> that's a good light beer yeah it's really good that's a i like that one yeah that's, I'm a fan. That's a birdie beer. That is, I mean, yeah, it is a good beer. It is very, very cold. It's all day, all day yeah, long. It's, it's ice cold. Yes, yeah. ice cold is. That thing is smooth sailing. That's a golf course beer. <laughs> See, yours is good. That is, I know. That's murky. But you know, yeah. it's yeah. You can just taste the the fuzz in it. Yeah. But it's good beer. Yeah, it's par. Uh, those are both good beers. I could drink this. I, yeah, I could be talking to Birdie. on that lighting up all day on the golf course. So thank you, boys, at uh, Sterling Street Brewery yep. for mailing those motherfuckers out there. And we'll get That's to your other ones. It's yeah. getting better with age, actually. That's yeah, good. they're both really good. sipping on them. I could drink both of those. A lot. Brian Mason, thank you, boy, yep. for sending the beers. <clears throat> and if you're ever in Clinton, Massachusetts, here's the old, feel, the old saying is, so we got another city that I pretty much grew up in, in Fitchburg. This was always the saying that Fitchburg is the second hilliest city in the country next to San Francisco, which is a complete bullshit thing because there's no way to measure hilliness. <laughs> right. Fountain Hill is pretty hilly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Clinton, Massachusetts apparently has more bars per capita and square mileage like there's an equation of you add the per capita the population the square mileage of the town and the amount of bars and it's supposed to have the fucking most their main drag or downtown area is supposed to be the most bars like within i don't know i'm gonna fuck this up but it's you'll get the idea and like in a two mile stretch and uh as a joke if you ever met anybody from clinton it was like oh you're fucking drunk that was just (laughs) (laughs) that was the whole thing is you're just you're just booze don't you (laughs) clinton fucking massachusetts marathon monday speaking now we'll stick with the city marathon mondays on monday the 18th fucking boston Mm -hmm. marathon is the best time that's the day you're pretty much past all the snow bullshit the weather is great it's 
usually either you know usually it's a fucking 65 70 degree day the socks you go to the socks game the matinee and then you run to the you basically drink beers and cut through the crowd to get to the finish line um which is right down the street from the game so it's a day and the whole city shuts shuts down you know you don't go to work kids don't go to fucking school i mean they do go to school but there's a lot of them that are like parents are like we're going to either the red sox game or going to the fucking marathon when i was in college we used to go down there and get torn up (laughs) torn up (laughs) yeah because you could take the train finish line yeah dude there have been days there what's the allure just the nice day of like opening the season and then it's i mean the marathon's the oldest yeah it's bigger than that no yeah okay i think it's way bigger than that you know thinking that st patrick's day in in boston yeah a big deal it's just and it's just party party central random thing to party for i mean it's cool (laughs) it's like we're just gonna party for the marathon i I, well yeah marathon is i think one of the go-to things if you're ever in the area traveling to boston whatever and you grab one in april it's like yep let's go this week and we'll go check that fucking thing out it's like the city comes alive that day because if the Bruins stink, which they don't, kind of that lull between the Patriots and the Red Sox kicking off is kind of a eh. And it's still like, ah, you get one nice day, and then it sucks. Then you go grab the clubs, and you fucking go kick it around the place the that just thawed out. And it's muddy. It's shitty. This grass barely has come back. It's not quite there yet. After the marathon, shit should be good. Shit, you know, golf courses are good. Uh, cherry trees are blossoming. Fucking shit's just good stuff. All right, I think Peter's got to wrap her up. Peter, you outie? I'm outie. All right. Have fun at Margaritas. Thanks for coming on. Thank and you very much. Thanks for grabbing the Canadian beer on a weird yeah, fucking... I, I, I give Moosehead a bogey. It's just a run-of-the-mill uh, Canadian lager. <laughs> nice. All right, buddy. We'll catch up. Thanks for coming. Later. Right. Bye. I was figuring that you were getting the message. So uh, back to the Masters. I had this question to you the other day, uh, or actually this morning, playing golf. So Josh Sens, our friend Josh Sens at yeah. golf.com, he uh, texted me the other day, and he's like, hey, is there any truth to what Nick Faldo tweeted out the other day? Graham McDowell grabbed onto it, and was like, who's Graham McDowell? You know, haven't heard that name in forever. Is he stuck playing European golf now? Remember when he was legit? Oh, he'll probably still pop up in a Ryder Cup. Yeah, probably a team captain soon, or assistant (laughs) captain. Uh, So Faldo tweets out there, I think it was on Saturday, the day that the Masters was really cold, and he says, uh, tweets out, the uh, greens are slowing up because the temperatures are dropping. So I get the question of, is this true? A, no. Um, B, it's a fucking huge golf event on the PGA Tour. They can do whatever they want that no temperature is ever going to dictate whether something is slow or fast. The only thing that's going to slow a green down is rain at that point. Most of the golf courses they play on have some sort of insane drainage, way better than the canyon. 
sub airs that they're sucking water out of the fucking greens when it rains. So they don't really get the only thing that slows it down is like the dew moisture that sits on the leaf blade. Or maybe afternoon growth. Right. Maybe, but those things are probably so regulated and not irrigated that that's not going So on. he was asking me questions. He wants to write a column on it. He says, can I quote you on this? I said, absolutely not. We want nothing to do with mm-hmm. quoting us on anything, Augusta Nash. Any, it's any not, golf that course. isn't, I don't think, and you kept saying that, and I was like, at, on the golf course. course when I said, it's not even that. Let's go to the turf end of it. And it's, you need to know what they're growing, where they're living what their temperatures are. You know, there's so many factors that roll into this that are out of our control, yet, like I just said, at an event like that, there's so many factors that they can have total control of. Whereas, you know, my place right now, the Bermuda grass is growing a little bit. You know, it's getting a little sticky. Mm -hmm. Uh, I go play GCU a lot. They don't oversee their greens they're unbelievably fast and smooth in, say, December, January. But without the competition of the overseed, come late February, early March, that Bermuda starts to wake up. He ain't going to, well, I'm going to speak out of school here and tell him something he probably doesn't do is he's not spraying go- growth regulator on greens that need to get growing. So they wake up a little bit now. They're grabby. You know, they're getting sticky even, no matter what. You can mow them at whatever you want. But he wants those things to fucking grow. Again, back to that place. Bent grass greens. So do you think the heat would slow them? The heat will slow those fucking things down. It'll call kill them. Right? <laughs> yeah. So are they faster or slower because it's warm out? My point is, my feeling on Nick Faldo is a fucking, he's a sausage. He's got that job he's got, because he's got a couple majors and a couple green jackets, right? Um, and he's, yay, he's fun and his British accent's great. His nose breathing <laughs> is fucking unbelievable. I cannot believe they don't give him one of those little fucking asthma strips on his nose because all you can hear is that fucking thing going when you're listening to the broadcast. <laughs> but he opens up his mouth on that and then he fucks up, you know, the big talk. Oh, he fucked up, you know, Rory's chipping. That ain't his fuck up. That's the dude in the booth. The booth needs to say, hey, Nick, we're going to cut to that fucking thing. So don't say shit. You oh, know, I as, didn't see that. So Rory chipped in on 18 yeah. and he's basically telling the world before we go cut to the clip of it. Oh, you know, okay. and it's like, oh, I was getting excited. But no, that's the dude in the booth that needs to either cut the mic, get in his ear and be like, ding dong. We're going to get to that. You know, Nick's watching monitors. Yeah, right. You know, he's not watching actually sitting there in the tower. He's fucking on an awesome RV watching some <laughs> fucking group of TVs sipping on fucking whiskey. That was electric. That was probably the most electric part of the Masters was Rory's chipping and then Morikawa doing and it right Morikawa right there. Yeah, because it kind of, I mean, it started off great. It was, yeah, I know. You know, the back. Leading when, our fucking pack. It's, and when uh, Cameron went birdie birdie, it was like. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, they didn't get within three or four. It was like if Scheffler, I th- there was one hole like Scheffler had a shit shot and Cameron Smith wasn't good. I was like, if he bogeys and he birdies, we got a, we got something going here. And then I think like Scheffler makes us. Then number three, he chipped second. in that. He chipped yes. in and bunker, uh, right? Cameron blew it by. No, it was just out of the approach. But they both ripped it into the woods. Yes, yep. And then they both chipped out to the exact same spot. I think Cameron had to mark his ball so, you know, Scheffler could chip, and he chipped in, and now Cameron's got to do it. And 
Same thing would have happened if Scheffler's ball didn't hit the fucking stick and drop. It's 10, 12 feet past mm-hmm. just like Cameron's was. But that changed the match, and then on 12, it was over. Uh, it was fun to kind of watch him fuck up on 18 and kind of kick it around. chipped in, he got to 7 under, was Scheffler at 11. Mm-hmm. It's like if we just have one little meltdown here. Yeah. The, we, we might. It's. I just, like, whatever, I don't care. If Scheffler won, that's fine. I just wanted it to be exciting. I wanted to play off free golf. Yeah. You know, the dude, what, four-putted on 18 and won by three strokes? <laughs> So, yeah. I, that's why I said it was kind of funny to watch yeah, him be yeah. able to and you almost see like that's the real dude like he can't yes he can handle all the pressure in the world but he's standing over this fucking thing his first putt you know allegedly he says you know you go what his word is is he's like just fucking knock it close and yeah. kick it in and yeah. he knocked it close and he went to kick it in and no kicking so I was no kicking again. He's like, now it's like, okay. On his second, so the one he, he went to kicking in and missed, I was like, just just lay it up short of the hole. Right. Seriously. In yep. my head, I'm like, you don't want to get in the situation where Ernie yells, there's six putt. Yeah. Lay it up close to the hole and where you can just, just tap literally it. tap it. And then pull the John Rahm and miss it. Yeah. You know, that, remember when he went yeah. to go walk up and tap and he basically. Went half an inch. Half an inch. So he could just lay up this putt from two feet. So apparently, did you see, well, did you see what it did to the betting line or the bet? So the bet was 288 over under. No, sorry, 270, no, 279 and a half. Scheffler's full score. He kicks it around. It ends up going to 280. I saw somebody do a, a Venmo request for 180 bucks because that's how much the four-pack cost him. Denied by Scotty Scheffler. He denied it. Oh, fuck. That's awesome. I uh, that's dude. That's so. Uh, we got the pool, the Masters pool. So on, on day two, on one day one, day two, I had Neiman. Mm-hmm. All he had to do was par the last hole, and I would have won that day too. And he doubled, doubled out of the bunker, and he cost he cost me day two. Fucker, what place did you come in final? I didn't see because it was out of the top five. Oh, you were out. Oh, of I the- started taking on water as soon as Neiman missed that. I was taking on water. Dude. <laughs> Saturday. Max Homer just, I don't Yeah, I Made, took on Making water. cuts, but. I mean, fuck. Well, I had Cameron kill. Smith. M was in it day one. Smith was in the lead. Like, I had a lot of good dudes ever just in it. Then Cam yeah. Smith had a rough day. I don't know. Rough score. Saturday was a disaster. Saturday was fun to watch them really yeah. struggle around the place. Yeah. It cold uh, and miserable. Yeah. Big props to fucking Eldrick for. Making the cut and getting around that place. I mean, he fucking was struggling by the end of it, but he yep. kept grinding away. And you know what? He beat a lot of fucking big name dudes. You know, so made the cut. that's a he made the cut. Yeah, Brooksy, no cut. Bryceine, no cut. Uh, Brooksy made the cut, didn't no, he? No, Brooks didn't make the no. cut. No. So there's a handful didn't fucking make the cut that were big name players. You know, Ricky. Doesn't even get the fucking email about showing well, up. T- well, Tiger wouldn't either if he wasn't a past winner. Right. Well, he's got Ricky's those. Tied locked. for like 118th in this thing. This thing right now, Ricky. Yeesh. Poor guy, man. Uh, That's golf. Yeah. He's fucked. You think he stands over every ball and it's just like, fuck. I've got like it's it's a grind. Like you know you've been through those times. Yeah. Like today, you on the driving range warming up was. 
I mean, no, every time now you reloaded a ball, it was like, Ooh, what the fuck? And yeah. it took you a little while, but then all of a sudden, birdie, birdie. You know, you finished out fine. Yeah. But that first bit, I know you're standing up because I do it too. When you get a little stretch going, you're like, Jesus. It's going the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Don't fucking chunk this thing. Do you think he's now to that stage or do you think he's long beyond that? I don't know, man. I think it's he has to be. It's such a crazy fall from grace. It's such a crazy fall from grace. I don't know. It's just a hard game. Like Even Jordan Spieth, is, everybody thought he was going to take over for Tiger when what, three of four? True. Yeah, that's the talk right now of fucking Scheffler. Look at the run he's on. Yeah, you know? let's see. I, I want to get excited. Four and or five it's years. Like, I, Spieth did this. Rory did this. And where are they now? They got married and had kids. Yeah. And I think uh, Scheffler's already married, young. So he's got that out of the way. Uh, Jesus is fucking his co-pilot. So that's going to be in for something. Maybe he's on to something. Maybe I should start going to fucking El Cherche. <sighs> no, the Masters was better to watch. I guarantee you. Hey, they have wine there. I guess I'd have to do. Yeah. That's it. Um, we're going to church and we're doing wine reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Communion review. Yeah, commun- the blood of fucking Christ. <laughs> birdie. <laughs> what is this? It's a birdie. <laughs> what is this? Grape juice? <laughs> yeah, what is I this the- box wine? What are the- Am I the kid's line? You got a box of wine up in this piece? <laughs> Slap the bag. <laughs> oh, fuck. And you got crackers? <laughs> Shit. It's a potty. It's happy hour you at know. the Desert Lutheran. <laughs> yeah. But it starts at fucking 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Hair of the dog. <laughs> hey, didn't you have celebrity sighting at the church a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah, when my daughter got baptized. The whole Pat Perez was Pat in Perez Was, was he wearing a PXG hat? <laughs> Black and white old lady has a pat for like has a pee in one direction and a pee in the other like shirt on black everybody everybody was in black and white and my Re- daughter's baptism really whole family him wife a uh, kid and yeah. then yeah Jesus at least he sticks to his guns oh well, did love he have big it. Jordans on that would have yeah, been great I think, would, I think he did. He's just Big, a guy, man. I know, but Jesus Christ, eat some even I, someone that doesn't go to church, is going to dress up a little and maybe put on my shoes when I go walk into God's house. Uh, I'm not wearing my fucking Air Force once. I, it doesn't matter what it is. It's still... Pat Perez is at my daughter's. <laughs> How is the flow unhatted? Huh? His hair. The flow. My daughter? No. Oh, Pat. no, he had a hat on. Oh, <laughs> I told you. I just said he had a hat on. Yeah, yeah, that on. fucking unbelievable. Jesus. Well, I was just I mean, standing there talking to my mother-in-law and turn around. Like, this is Pat Perez right here. Did you introduce yourself? No. Oh, you should have told him to listen to the jingweeds. Ask him if I'm he wants to come I'm not going to get his grill at church. The dude gets it all the time, probably. Hey, you, he showed up at your daughter's <laughs> baptism. Yeah, exactly. You should have said, hey, man. You, so you got baby? tickets for this? <laughs> sign my baby. <laughs> Thanks, man. Oh, fuck. I'd, uh... The golf team plays Desert Canyon. I have a little bit of a riff on this. Please, golf coaches out there, high school golf coaches, um, I know most of you are volunteering. Uh, Don't know how your game is, but you must start the kids off by teaching them etiquette. So this was the night that I was Ninja Tining Greens, and I'm following this group. They are standing in the middle of the green, 
counting their shots backward, you know, back, which is okay. Couple, I get that. They proceeded to do that on every hole. I followed the last group. The last group in how do you most, not know what you're putting for? Most high school golf teams, they play five person teams, one through five, play, and then they bring an alternate. That's at least how it was when I played the one year on my team. And uh, so the one year on my team in high school, it was six of us that went, five of them counted. But the guys that probably need the most help with anything is the last group, the alternates. No one with them. Yeah, They're out there on their own. They play number one. They are, As they're walking off, I said to one of them, I said, hey, you're the last group? He said, yep. I said, all right, perfect. And I go out there with the fucking air fire. And... I airify. Now, number one is my tiniest green. I don't know, 3,000 square feet, maybe. And I'm done in going to number two as they're walking up number two car path. No way. Yeah, three of them. Not one of them hit the grass. We were standing there watching other groups play. One kid hit it up towards the green, and he hit a three-wood. Everyone else, they're playing the blue tees, which might, that's too long for high school kids. So one kid hit a pitching wedge. From the blues? Didn't even reach, yep, didn't even reach the fucking Why? grass. No idea. No one there to, you could tell, no one's there telling him. Yeah. Or even in practice, hey man, need another fucking club. Like you, you're not going to hit this that far. Yeah, Didn't even reach the fucking You didn't turn that grass. P into a five or a four or a three, bud. Three woods. We, I mean, we played one tee back today. You hit a four iron. Uh, I hit up. a, yeah, <laughs> I hit a fucking driving iron over the green. Um, it's a typically four or five iron. Yeah. It's fucking 210 yards uphill. Yep. yep. And they're hitting, and their tee is probably 175 uphill. Kid hit a pitching wedge. Okay, then I'm following, and they're taking forever, kicking the ball around, standing in the middle of the green. As I'm there with a piece of machinery, and it's yeah. not even me. I'm not saying get out of the way. It's like, dude, if you were, if this was regular Saturday afternoon golf, you'd have old men down your throat. Yes, and you would hate the game of golf. Teach the etiquette. Not a ball mark. Not a divot. Not nothing fixed. Six, seven, and eight, and nine. Left the flags out. <laughs> Let, never even fucking put the flag back in. Uh, six and seven, bunkers not raked. I watched kids go into them. They came out, bunkers not raked. Yeah. Come on, man. Fucking teach the kids the etiquette of the game. And I know we go back. It's, I, see, I sound like now old man from the fucking clouds, right? We didn't play golf until we learned the etiquette of the game. Or at least I didn't. Yeah. It was That was the first thing my mother was like, Here's how it goes. And I'm glad I learned from my mother, not my father. I mean, not that I'm saying this. I'm glad I learned from her. But women typically are more etiquette-orientated oh, yeah. than the men They follow are. the rules. They don't whip out their hog and piss in the fucking middle of the fairway, you know, like <laughs> men do. Or they don't drop trow and piss in the middle of the fairway like men do. Dude, it's fucking unreal what dudes do at I my know. place. It's Unbelievable. They're fucking unreal. Yeah. It's like, seriously, dude, like, go behind a tree. Like, but nope, just right, go to the back of the cart. And I get it. Take a landscaper's knee 
and fucking make it look like you're tying your shoe and piss. <laughs> but just to go to the back of the car and think you're hiding. Okay, hide and make it look like you're digging through your golf bag and piss. Don't go to the back of your car, turn around, face the other direction and piss. <laughs> and take a selfie. <laughs> yeah, of his wrench. <laughs> it's my pee wedge. <laughs> but I thought, so what I'm going to try and do or what we want to do is next time the golf team comes out to practice is either myself or Martin or Anthony, who is our kind of teaching instructor there. It's going to go over there and just be like, guys, let's do 20 minutes of here's what it is. My old feeling is I hope there's like a junior or senior on the fucking team that maybe want to work in the summertime. Uh-huh. You know, hey, you want to play golf on the golf team for yeah. it's free golf here. Yeah. You come and work from what you see. So you might scratch one out of there. But, I mean, I like to profile. And what I profiled is through the three schools that were there, there wasn't a person there that I would have said, yeah, they want to work outside yeah, right, on a golf yeah. course. It was just sad to watch. And that's and I went into Martin. I was like, hey, we need to have a talk with the golf coach. And I said, I'm not pissed at all. I'm more embarrassed for them. Or uh, I'm sad that that's the game of golf. Three schools I watched all three of them have no fucking idea about any yeah. just common etiquette on the golf course. And they just played the golf course for free and treated it like shit. You know, so the more I'm talking with Martin, I'm like getting myself pissed yeah. off about how this isn't fucking right, man. But fuck them. Hopefully they, hopefully they learn their lesson or some, maybe they'll listen to the jingweeds and fucking change their ways. Listener question. We've got one for the first time in a long time, and it sounds like it's possibly a repeated question. But, hey, we got a young buck in the industry. I believe he's out of Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. Uh, and then the reason why I know that because it says KCMO on his Instagram. Uh, Dan's going to go. Question, you guys can answer anytime and in any way. Uh, 19-year-old currently getting his degree in turf grass and greens management. He's got three years of experience, currently working on his pesticide license. His question is, did you two work at, up front to get to an assistance position or just get it? And any advice for pursuing the career? One, get out now. Two, <laughs> thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for being suckered in like we are. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Pesticide license, taking that initiative, go get that. And keep climbing the ranks. Ask a fucking million questions. Uh, get along with your boss if you don't. And that's it, he could be a dick or just your personality stink or whatever. Go move around to other properties. Mm-hmm. I think if you don't like it there, take a step back. There might be a couple steps back before it's a, a step forward. Don't constantly try to get to the final stage of the highest of high-end club. Um, that's not really where all the answers are. If that's, if that's my feeling anyways, I worked at the highest and I live at the lowest, not the lowest, but I live right there fucking in the middle and it's works out with my personality perfectly. Um, but I did start on a crew and then got to a spray tech and just kind of grinded it out. That's my advice to you is question, 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 show up every day. Boss wants you to stay late. Don't bitch. Don't complain. Cause there's too much of it that you can do in this industry that to bitch and complain about. 
uh, realize that it's not going to be, you're not going to get pats on your back every day. I don't think you got into the industry to get pats on your back every day. You've seen it for three years that your boss probably fucking screams and yells at the walls and the clouds for no reason. Uh, but welcome to the show and keep grinding. That's the answer is work, 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 and be prepared to work. Uh, I checked out his Instagram after he sent me the thing. Kid wears a fucking cowboy hat and and boots. He'll and, be fine. Yeah, and that's on his weekend out with his yeah. lady. Yeah. It's built buckles and fucking jeans and a cowboy hat. You'll be fine, I promise. You need to roll? Yep. Dan's got soccer practice. We're going to close this out. Thank you, everybody, for listening to episode number 9-4 on our two-year, basically, anniversary. Drink up the beers. Sterling Street Brewing Company, thank you. Brian, for the Michael Diamond in the, in the uh, shit, the lighting up. Oso Breweries collab with uh, Simple Machine. Solid beer. Go grab it. Stay pissed, everybody. Later. See you guys. Love you all in bed. podcast is brought to you by Southwest Turf Support. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. They're based out of Phoenix, Arizona, and they also deal with New Mexico, Southern Nevada, and also Southern California. I, for one, are a big user of a couple of their main products, like Florentine. I throw that on my greens. That's part of my greens program. I've been using the Guru Paint. And I'm a big fan now of the Ninja Tides, but they do have some other products uh, on their website at swturfsupport.com. Again, that's swturfsupport.com. Go here, go there and check them out. Find the distributor in your area. Check out their line of products. And possibly if there's something else you want, they might have that too. Thank you. Later. Stay pissed, everybody.